Hello and welcome to Outsmart Charles. I'm Charles Bennett and you're not. Today it's the 222 special. Most of our categories here will concern twos or 22s. Happy 222, everybody. On the left, we have Jason, our returning champion. In the middle, we have Danny. And uh, on the right, we have Shannon. Let's take a look at today's categories. The American Revolution, 222, 1732, 22 in sports, chapter 22, 22 North Latitude, movie sequels, two-word phrases, mixed doubles, and dead white guys. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Danny, I believe you have the board. Where would you like to start? Uh, let's start with 22 in sports. The 1922 Rose Bowl game was a scoreless tie between the Washington and Jefferson presidents and this school located in Berkeley. Uh, Cal University, California University in Berkeley. Yes, the University of California. Cy uh, Young winner is the most recent Dodger to wear number 22. Uh, Clayton Kershaw. That's who, correct. Fingers crossed that he stays a Dodger. He's either, he, he stays in LA, he goes to Texas, or he retires. It doesn't uh, matter because there isn't going to be a 2022 baseball season. The, the labor negotiations will never be resolved. I, I suppose yeah, that'll age well. I, I, I suppose they'll, they'll come to some agreement on February 21st or something, and that'll prove me wrong. The Los Angeles Lakers retired jersey number 22 in honor of this 1960s forward. 1960s forward, number 22, 60s, 60s. Uh, I'm going to pass. Shannon. I'm also going to pass. Jason. Lakey McBasketball. <laughs> that was my guess. I'm sorry. The correct answer was Elgin Baylor. Uh, Elgin yeah, Baylor. That's definitely a name. Mr. That I've Inside heard to Jerry West, Mr. Outside. Okay, Shannon, I believe it's your turn to pick a category. Chapter 22. Okay, this category, all of these concern chapter 22s in famous works of literature. In Matthew chapter 22, this fellow speaks in parables in a debate with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Uh, Jesus? That's correct. Chapter 22. Two of this Alexander Dumas novel introduces D'Artagnan going to a masked ball to return the Queen's diamond. Uh, pass. Okay, Jason. Three Musketeers. That's correct. Chapter 22 of this book, entitled The Unexpected Task, involves the titled character needing to ask a girl to the Yule Ball during the Triwizard Tournament. Oh. Harry Potter and the... Oh my gosh. Gotta know which one. Harry Potter and the Book Five. I'm sorry. Harry Potter Book Five is incorrect. Is is it my turn now? No, Jason next. Jason, got it. Pass. Danny? Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That's correct. That's book four. Well, you were Yule one ball. off. Nice, nice, nice little clue there. Oh, and Darren and Dan, if you're wondering, this time the answer was Jesus. <laughs> okay, Jason, uh, where would you like to go? 
Let's go with movie sequels. Events in this 1980s sequel include Han Solo being frozen in carbonite and a lightsaber duel at Cloud City. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back? That's correct. This film, starring Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, was the first sequel to win picture. <laughs> it's a good impression, Charles. It's a, it's a very quiet Godfather 2. <laughs> or Godfather Part 2, I suppose, I think is a little more specific. I think we'll accept either. The MGM Clip Show, That's Entertainment, Part 2, was hosted by these two legendary hoofers who performed an all-new duet for the film. The Lion and Tom of Tom and Jerry. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. I think there is a clip where, in one of those movies where one of these dancers dances with either Tom or Jerry, but you're over for 2. Danny. Okay, Huffers, dancers. Uh, is it Gene Kelly and Danny Kay just shot in the dark? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Ah. Uh, is it Danny Kay and Frank Sinatra? Oh, I'm sorry, you're getting colder. Danny was the closest. He had Gene Kelly. The other one was Fred Astaire, who was still alive when That's Entertainment Part 2 was filmed in 1976. Um, also, fun fact, besides uh, choreographing and dancing in musicals, Fred Astaire played the character Hornbeck in the movie version of Inherit the Wind. Oh, no, not Fred Astaire. Gene Kelly played Hornbeck in the movie version. Let's do uh, Dead White Guys. Why okay, not? that sounds fun. Uh, an interesting twist to this dead white guys. I don't. Uh, I don't know if y'all have watched many episodes of this show. There's almost always the dead white guys category, but this time all the dead white guys died on February 22nd in one year or another. The 15 minutes of fame for this painter of Marilyn Monroe and Campbell's soup cans ended on February 22nd, 1987. Uh. Danny Warhol, Andy Warhol, Andy Warhol. Oh my God. Okay. Andy Warhol. You, you caught yourself just in time, yeah. Danny. <laughs> On February 22nd, 1371, David II, king of this country, died at Edinburgh Castle. Uh, Scotland? That's correct. With a name like Campbell, you should know that one. This Supreme Court justice who shares his name with a sausage passed away on February 22nd, 1965. Oh, 1965. Sausage. Uh, I'm, I'm going to pass. No way I'm going to get that. I'm going to pass as well. Jason. Uh, the Honorable Kielbasa? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. The correct answer. Felix Frankfurter. He was appointed to the bench by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He served until the 1960s. And I think we're, uh, Shannon is next, correct? Um, two word phrases? It lasted from 1945 to 1991 and concerned the USA and USSR. The Red Scare or Cold War? I guess I can't okay, uh, Cold, Cold War. War. That'll work. 
first pair of two-word phrases was the mantra for Brits during World War II. Uh, skip. Jason. Keep calm and carry on, and also the worst meme to come out of 2012, I believe. <laughs> the Latin phrase carpe diem is usually translated as this. Seize the day. That's correct. Jason, it's your turn to pick a category. The American Revolution. Either of the two battles fought on April 19, 1775 to begin the American Revolution. Pass. Danny. Uh, is one of them Lexington? That is correct. The other one is Concord. Nice. To help pacify the colonies, the British sent in German soldiers of this heritage. Hessian? That's correct. Oh, wow. His sister-in-law of Alexander Hamilton had lengthy correspondences with Thomas Jefferson and the Marquis de Lafayette. Angelica Schuyler? That is correct. And by the way, had you had you said just Skylar or one of the Skylar sisters, I would have had you answer which one. Of course, Eliza was the one who was married to Alexander Hamilton. Angelica Schuyler was married to John Barker Church, but corresponded with many leading lights in the American Revolution. Okay, let's take a look at the scores going to commercial. Uh, Jason uh, has a slight lead with 57 over Danny with 49 and Shannon bringing up the rear with 23 points. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsors. Don't leave now. There's more trivia coming up. Help us grow the show by subscribing to Outsmart Charles on YouTube. I don't remember what I said or even what I was wearing the last time I was here. I just grabbed this shirt One because I knew I'm it was sure still on, been on a hanger for enough months that it wasn't what I wore the last time. One thing I, I, I uh, last time I didn't notice the Magic the Gathering blanket. So we're going to talk about the Magic the Gathering blanket. Okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't out last time. Um, uh, at that time, I was still trying to prevent my cat from getting hair all over it, but now it's like, no, this is her favorite blanket, so I'm I'm very surprised she's not on it at the moment. Okay, folks, welcome back to Outsmart Charles. Let's learn a little bit about the, our players. Uh, Jason, I see you have a Magic the Gathering blanket behind you. So tell me, when did you start playing Magic Gathering? I've been playing it off and on since 1997. Uh, started when I was 11. So you remember the you remember the old borders? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, older borders uh, that they replaced in, I believe, two thousand three, two thousand three, early two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand three. It was eighth edition. They started replacing them around the time I started. Uh, should I just ask everybody about Magic: The Gathering? <laughs> You'll get a boring answer from me. <laughs> uh, so, Jason. Uh, What's your uh, favorite Magic the Gathering set or block or uh, plane? 
Uh, that's a tough one. Um, I I've enjoyed a lot of stuff. Um, I'd say Innistrad, the uh, the Gothic horror sets are what really get me hyped. Um, because they got werewolves. Werewolves are a good time. Um, they do some fun stuff there, so it's nice. Yes, it's like it's like every set is set in about eight uh, Germany around eighteen hundred. Uh, a lot of people really like those top down flavor sets. So, uh, Danny, uh, when did you start playing? <laughs> Uh, I started playing Magic the Gathering when I was in high school. So like 2002, give or take, like when I was a freshman in high school. Uh, and because of that, that original Odyssey block, those three sets, and and actually the Onslaught one afterwards a little bit. It's very creature heavy. Those, those, those earlier sets have a special place in my heart. Uh, Magic, I love playing. Um, and I'm glad Arena exists now because I can actually play without like it being a money sink. Because for the longest time, I would just stop playing for like years on end because I'm like, well, I'd have to like buy cards and like start all over and build new things. And that's a lot of it's just Magic the Gathering is like it's it's a great example of capitalism. You have to keep on buying new cards over and over and over again and chuck out old ones because they don't work in standard anymore and do it over and over and over again until they created like uh, formats like modern in EDH. Uh, but um, I've been, yeah. I finally, I finally have enough money that I, that I could buy a good EDH stick if I wanted. I don't know. I might start saving for repairs. I got to make on my car. Cause it got 103,000 miles on it. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's due. And uh, I, I'm just hoping that I can that I can get it through till all these supply chain issues are are resolved. I, I will always be a, a casual Magic player. Um, I'm never going to be like super competitive, um, and that's why I like Magic Arena because that allows me to do that without you know sinking hundreds of dollars into something that I'm not even good at. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> uh, Shannon, what's your uh, favorite Magic Gathering uh, playing set? When did you start playing? Oh, I've been playing for like decades, at least six decades. Yeah. Um, my favorite set is definitely Blue Eyes White Shannon. So. <laughs> six decades, you don't look a day over 59, Shannon. Thank you. It's retinal cream. Do you do you play any other games besides Madison Gathering? Yeah. Uh, my first video game was Morrowind from the Elder Scrolls franchise. And so I'm obsessed with Elder Scrolls anything. Uh, anything Bethesda, Fallout's really cool, and uh, deductive group deduction games are really cool too. Those are where I am obsessed. Do you think we're ever going to see an Elder Scrolls Six, or is just Skyrim, just the end of it? They're going to just remaster it over and over and over again for all of it, all of time. <laughs> I think that we are going <laughs> to see Elder Scrolls Six in the year thirty twenty two in honor of Charles. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> and it's going to take place in somewhere that no one wants. Yeah, it's going to take it's it's going to take place in my uh, in my library. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's review the scores. Jason has fifty seven. Danny forty nine. Uh, Shannon twenty three. And it's Danny's board. We have three categories remaining. Let's do uh, twenty two North Latitude. Let's get some geography going. Let's see what that's okay. Twenty two North Latitude. Also known as the 22nd Parallel. It goes through some places and you're going to find out what they are right about now. This is the only U.S. state capital south of the 22nd Parallel. 
only state capital south of the second. Uh, is that Austin, Texas? No. Oh. L. Would that be New Orleans? No, New Orleans, not a state capital, and it's at approximately 90 degrees east, west, 30 degrees north. Uh, no, we're looking for something a little further south. Jason. Alligator Castle, Florida. <laughs> no. No, interestingly, none of you fought. Uh, uh, you all stayed in the uh, 48 contiguous states. The furthest out state capital is Honolulu. Oh, trick question. I'm going to blame the maps that never have Hawaii actually you know, in a decent space on a map. I'm going to blame Texas State Education for that. Dabo San Lucas, Tampico, and San Luis Potosi are all cities near the 22nd parallel in this country. Uh, Mexico. That's correct. The 22nd uh, parallel forms a part of the border between Egypt and this neighbor to the south. South of Egypt. Uh, Kenya? Uh, not that far south. Wow. Shannon? My African geography is off. Morocco? Uh, no, Morocco is west of Egypt. It is not south. Jason? Pass. Okay, nobody thought to guess the Sudan. Regular Sudan, not South Sudan. Okay, Shannon, you uh, you have a choice of 222, 1732, or mixed doubles. Mixed doubles. Okay. Lager with the tagline. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer. Dos Equis? That's correct. We need to bring back that guy if he's still alive. If not, we don't want him. Uh, anyway, this company makes double mint gum. Uh, extra? No, Extra, I believe, is another brand also owned by this company. Jason. Uh, Unilever. I don't believe so. Danny. Uh, Wrigley? That's correct. We would have also accepted Mars because Wrigley has been acquired by the M&M Mars company. Huh. Ernie Banks says, quote, it's a great day for a ball game. Let's play two. References this baseball scheduling gimmick. Uh, pass. Jason. Double header. That's correct. Starting to regret my incorrect answers here. This tiebreaker's mattering. Um, I'll go with 222-1732. Thank you all for this terrible choice of category. <laughs> Not as hard as you think. Hamilton does not cover 1732, I don't believe, so we'll see. You might be surprised. Then I say it must be nice. It must be nice to have Washington on your side. Because on February 22nd, 1732, George Washington was born in this British colony. Virginia? That's correct. George Washington served as a colonel in the British Army during this war. The French and Indian War. That's correct. We would have also accepted the Seven Years' War. Following the American Revolution, Washington resigned his commission in the Continental Army in this state capital city. 
officers on commission. Baltimore. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Danny, getting this right will give you the game. Oh, man. Uh, is it Richmond, Virginia? It is. No, it is not. Uh, <sighs> Shannon, uh, you want to try this uh, just for the hell of it? God, I love hell of it, uh, Florida. <laughs> Florida wasn't a state back then. <laughs> No, George Washington resigned. You you were close, Jason. George Washington resigned his commission in Annapolis. Oh, Navy Academy is there. Hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> okay. Or so, no, uh, Military Academy. No, you were correct. It was the Naval Academy. Oh, yeah, you're right. Military you're right. Sorry, Academy West, West Point. is, is yeah. located in West Point, New York. Ironically near... Uh, the city of Newburgh, where prior to Washington resigning his commission, some of Washington's fellow army officers were contemplating overthrowing the continental government and installing George Washington as a dictator, which precipitated Washington to make the decision to resign his commission and return to his farm in Mount Vernon, Virginia. So in third place with 29 points, Shannon. In second place with 86 points, Danny. And in First place with 114, our two-time champion, Jason. Well played, After Jason. We... Well played. Thank you. I'm coming for your hat, Charles. <laughs> you didn't get it last time. We'll be back after this short break. Want access to ad-free episodes and an exclusive after-show podcast? Become a supporter at patreon.com slash outsmartcharles. Welcome back to Outsmart Charles. Jason, returning as returning champion. Today they will be competing in American Geography, Area Codes, Magic the Gathering, California Labor Laws, and X-Men. Jason gets first choice of categories. Jason, where shall we head? Let's start with American Geography. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, he's still in your categories. What three oceans border America? The Atlantic, the Pacific. And the Arctic? That is correct. He's trying to remember if there was an Arctic Ocean. What? is the longest mountain range in North America. The Rockies? That is correct. Stretching 30,000 kilometers, what is the longest road in the world ignoring the gap? The theme song to Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, man. So close. Unfortunately, no negative points for wrong answers in the final round. Charles, your chance to steal here. Is it the Pan American Highway? That is correct. And the gap, if I remember right, is in some swamp in Colombia. According to a 2012 USDA study, rank the following U.S. land use categories from largest to smallest. 
in the categories of crops, for, uh, forest, pasture and range, and urban. Pasture and range, crops, forest, urban. Sorry, that is incorrect. Charles, for the steal. Pasture and range, forest, crops, urban. That is correct. What are the highest and lowest points of land in the U.S., and what is the difference in elevation within 600 feet? Um... Pikes Peak, Colorado, and my confidence in this category. And the difference in elevation? A lot. You're close on the difference, but uh, not quite accurate there, Charles. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the places right and then the elevation wrong. Good. The highest point in the uh, United States is uh, Denali Peak, Mount McKinley. McKinley or Denali. I guess Denali is the preferable term at the present time. The lowest point is in Death Valley. The difference in elevation, probably off by a couple thousand. 24,000 feet. Ooh, 20,000 feet. You, get, you did get the uh, highest and lowest points correct. It was Denali at 20,310 feet and Badwater Basin at negative 282 feet. A total difference of 20,592. Charles, it's your choice of categories as we pull them back up here. Well, before he steals any of my other categories, uh, I'll, I'll go to area codes. You know he was itching to steal area codes. Established in 1966, this area code is used for toll-free services. Uh, 800. That is correct. Starting off easy here. 1971 saw the introduction of this premium rate area code used for tech support or dirty talk. Tech support or dirty talk? Uh, ooh. Is it uh, four, 411? I'm sorry, no. Jason for the steal. 900. That is correct. I'm going to lose this. Charles, nice play, pretending like you didn't know that. In October 1947, AT&T's nationwide numbering plan established how many numbering plan areas? Ooh. There's at least one in each state. Do you just want the U.S. or do you want the Canadian ones too? Uh my information here just has as many that AT&T established in 1947. So at least in October 1947, how many were there? 75. No, sorry. Jason. 106. Ooh, you got the six right. Uh, 86. Established in March of 2020, what area code was added to Springfield, Ohio? The original one was four, six, no. 
which is the one that that's the it's nine three seven was the first one. Oh, that part is correct. God, but not the answer we're looking for yet. Is it? Oh, I don't know. Nine three eight. No, I'm sorry, uh, Jason. Oh, I have no idea, but I'm just going to shout out 513 for uh, my homies in Cincinnati. Well, you know, you know, Springfield, Ohio was in 513 before it was in 937. 326. In 1996, what U.S. city was the first to require 10-digit dialing throughout the metropolitan area? In New York City. Oh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Jason, for the steal. Los Angeles? Ooh. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. We didn't get air overlays until much later. This was uh, likely due to the Olympics. Uh, it was Atlanta. Huh. They, they went to 10-digit dialing when they got, oh, what was the one they got that year? That would have been 770 or 678. Pro 770 or 678 that year. I'm going to go with Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering was the first trading card game released in 1993 by what game publisher? Wizards of the Coast. Correct. The minimum deck size for a standard game of Magic the Gathering is 60 cards, but what is the maximum? There isn't one. More specific? There is no maximum deck size for a standard game of Magic the Gathering. According to the rules I looked up, I'm looking for a little more specific than that. Oh, I want to go to Charles. Uh, for, oh. You need to be able to shuffle it yourself. Thank you. That's what we were looking for. In 2021, this mono artifact card sold at auction for $511,100. Black Lotus. Uh, I'll ask for a little more specificity on that. An Alpha Black Lotus? Correct. Only because there was uh, another version that sold for less. Mm. Yeah, there's. It's been reprinted at least in beta. It's it, it's one of the one of the cards that they'll never reprint. Yeah, uh, it's in alpha beta unlimited. I don't think it's in revised. I don't think they put the power nine in revised, but I'm not certain. What does a black lotus card allow a player to do? Uh, sacrifice it, add three mana of any one color. Correct. Aside from Black Lotus, what other cards make up the Power Nine? Time Walk, Time Twister. Ancestral Recall. Now the hard part is going to be remembering the five Moxen. Um... Mox Ruby, Mox Jet, Mox Emerald, Mox Pearl, Mox Sapphire. Correct. Charles, pick our final category here. Do you want questions about California labor laws or X-Men? Come on, come on. Oh, good Lord. California labor laws. Darn. As of January 2022, what is California's minimum wage for employers with 26 or more employees? 15. That is correct. 
What is California's minimum wage for tipped restaurant employees for employers with 26 or more employees? Eight and a half. Sorry, that is incorrect. Jason for the steal. $2.13? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It's $15 an hour. That's right. In California, you're not allowed to pay tipped employees less than minimum wage. Awesome. Uh, other states allow that, but uh, California doesn't. So if your restaurant pays you less than $15, um, they're breaking the law. California allows trainees to be paid 85% of the standard minimum wage for the first how many hours of employment? 240? Oh, incorrect. Jason for the steal. Uh, 400? Sorry, uh, 160 hours. So, oh, so it was four weeks. I was thinking it might be six. When can an employer require an employee to pay for tools required for their job? When they pay them more than 15 bucks an hour. Uh, I'm sorry, let me be a little more specific than that. Uh, more than 20. All right, Jason. When they're being paid specifically for having those tools. Interesting. Not the answer we're looking for here. When they're paid twice the minimum wage. Twice minimum wage. Hmm. At what air quality index or AQI are employers required to take steps to protect workers from wildfire smoke? Uh, and for reference there, AQI ranges from zero to 500. Think about how bad it is. 50? Incorrect. Jason. For the steal and the win. 105? 151 was the answer we were looking for there. But... You had the win without that question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically, yes. Well, uh, congratulations, Jason. You have outsmarted me. You 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 beat me in some of my own categories. I, I beat myself in, in some of my own categories. And I think you will continue to be uh, at the tops of the leaderboard. What, what, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, I'm very proud of myself. Uh, it, was a, it was a great game, Charles, and I look forward to receiving your hat in the mail. I understand that wasn't under the terms and conditions that I agreed to of this game, but um, I'm just going to hope for it anyway. Okay. Uh, thank you for joining us for another edition of Outsmart Charles, and tune in uh, next week or the week after, and then there'll be another episode. I'm Charles Bennett. See you next time.